One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um... Hello everyone and welcome to everyone's favourite podcast, it is Failing Better, the greatest podcast that has ever been birthed. Uh, I'm Johnny Pellum, my co-host is the talented comedian, Sean McLaughlin. How are you today, It was a caesarean birth. The way this podcast was birthed was via caesarean because the doctors and the midwives were too scared of, they were saying it's going to damage the mother. Because yeah. it, the, it's so big. There's so much to this podcast. There's so this, much going on. This monstrous child <laughs> cannot be conceived naturally. That's what this, the doctor it said. Needs to, what, what needs to happen is this needs to be a caesarean birth. The mother needs to immediately be shot. And the, the hospital <laughs> needs to be burnt to the ground. And that's what happened. And that's all of that happened to, to let you listen to this fantastic podcast. Thank you very much. And uh, we should start, because usually we end with it, by saying thank you very much for the new reviews. If you like the show, give it a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple. Or our mum died for nothing. Or our poor, poor old failing better mama died for nothing. Do you want that to be the case? Or do you want to just give us a five-star review and make our mum's death mean something? Okay. <laughs> Who is the mother of this podcast? Do you think is it actually a is it a physical is it a human or is it a? Uh... I guess it's an idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's because this podcast transcends the the purely biological and is is transcendent. It's and... a sort of metaphysical idea, I suppose. Yeah, God. I guess God died for us to be born. God yeah, died Jesus died so we could make failing better. Yeah, uh... and then as soon as as soon as we came into existence people stop believing in god this country became an atheist country there's yeah. no way god and this podcast can coexist yes yes and this podcast does exist so god therefore is dead if it's your first time listening by the way <laughs> it's, it's not always this funny so enjoy it <laughs> it's not always a laugh riot like this <laughs> god is dead failing better here how are you today sean yeah i'm fine thanks man i'm fine big news don't we well, we well potentially. Potentially, big news. What we need to do is genuinely get a sense of how many of you would come to a live episode of Failing Better. We're going to do it at Sean's house, so we just need seven or eight people to, to come. Twenty fifth of December, twenty twenty five. So we've got a long run up. Uh, I'll have you all round for giblets. Sean's got the parsnips on already. Excited. <laughs> I'm peeling the parsnips. And, um, that ain't, and that ain't a euphemism. <laughs> Imagine if peeling is the parsnips, what you said when you're going to have a wank. <laughs> just have to peel the parsnips. I mean, you'd have to say peel the parsnip, 
because parsnips is too implies. I think too... mo- I think most roast dinner based sort of phrases could be viewed as a sort of could be viewed as a euphemism for for intercourse. I'm popping the stuffing in the oven. So <laughs> I'm just watch. just popping the stuffing. <laughs> I'm just basting the turkey. <laughs> I'm just pouring the gravy all over my nipples. <laughs> just doing the washing. Just having a, I'm just having a wank into some carrots. I'm mashing I'm the potato. Just... So I'm just mashing the potato back there. I'll be out in a minute. Oh, God. It's quite, it's quite, quite a graphic. Horrible episode, anyway, if you want to come and see it live, um, <laughs> when is the date we had in mind? I mean, we haven't checked if there's any venue availability. Basically, July is a good time for us. Yeah, 12th of July, which is... The, the, on our calendar, it says it's the Battle of the Boyne. The, it's the Battle of the Boyne. So if you want to come to a full reenactment. live reenactment of the Battle of the Boyne with your two favourite podcasters, um, Sean and Johnny, um, let us know. Send us an email at failingbetterpod at gmail.com or write to us on our Twitter at failingpod or just give a thumbs up send to a, a nearby postman. <laughs> I'll send us a pigeon. Uh, and just tell Pigeon, go to the Failing Better Boys. And the Pigeon will come to me. Obviously, I'll be scared of the Pigeon due to my terrifying fear of Pigeon, as mentioned in the previous episode. But I will yes. get past that so I can hear what the Pigeon has to say to me. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> I would say we have chosen the two least funny <laughs> vignettes to advertise a potential live show. But it would be great to do it. And we it will be in London, we think, in sort of around the July 12th, 13th, 14th. I think we should try and get it no. on the Battle of the Boyne because I, 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 the Battle of the Boyne means so much to me as a, as a Boyne fanatic. All right. Well, let's look up the Battle of the Boyne first before we decide whether we want it. What is it? Why I've is got it in... no idea on the Why Battle of the Boyne. Why is it in all of our calendars? Battle of the Boyne was a battle in 1690. What are the two numbers in the middle of that date, Johnny? 69. I never, re- I never really understood why that's a set. <laughs> why that's a what? No, I was going to pretend that I didn't know why it was a sexual thing. But what, I 69ing? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, I love to 69. If you come, if you, if we do the show on the Battle of the Boy, me and Johnny will 69 at the end of the show. <laughs> that's a, and that is, a, that is a podcast guarantee. If so, if you want to come see us 69. But you can only see that. You can only stay if you're a patron. Yeah. If you sign up to the patron. Right. Basically, we'll do the live show. It'll be a really fun show. We'll do a full reenactment of the Battle of the Boyne. Then the people who aren't Patreons will leave. The people who've paid regular money every month on the Patreon will see our 69 <laughs> to they, completion. They have to remain fully cloaked and put their hands after me on their uh, on their thighs at all times. Also, you have to stay. You can't go, well, I don't really want to see it. No, you you, are, you cannot leave. If you're a Patreon, <laughs> you are you're in. You're fully in. Yeah, you're, you're watching in. us. You're in for any, us. in for a pounding, if you, don't, if you catch my drift. <laughs> God is dead, everyone. <laughs> God is dead, Johnny Edge, Jordan Will 69, in memory of the Battle of the Boyd. Um <laughs> The Battle of the Boyd was a battle in 1690 between the forces of the deposed King James II and those of King William III, who, with his que- wife Queen Mary II, had acceded to the crowns of England and Scotland. Was that William the Conqueror? Or was it a different William? No, that's William of Orange. Then William III is William of Orange. William III is William of Orange, so who, is, he... who is Dutch, right? Yeah, yeah. And Queen what? Mary is Mary, Queen of Scots, right? I don't think so. Because Queen I don't Mary think... II. I, I, don't think th- this, I think this is a UK battle. 
Yeah, def it's definitely a UK battle, but I don't think that's Queen Mary of Scots because I don't think that's when she was bobbing around. When was she bobbing around then? Well, she was bobbing around in Elizabethan, not in... Um, the problem with you asking me any questions like this is I just don't have a clue. It's a huge problem, that. Um, look, the key thing is the Battle of Boyne took place across the River Boyne, close to the town of Drogheda in the Kingdom of Ireland. So it took place in Ireland and resulted in a victory... Pretty much in the UK, though, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> my favourite part of the United Kingdom, the Republic I... of Ireland. <laughs> uh, if you do have any bombs, please send them Sean's way and not it, Johnny's way. This turned the tide in James's failed attempt to regain the British crown and ultimately aided in the, ensuring the continued Protestant ascendancy in Ireland. Oh, please, can I be Catholic on when we do Battle of the Boyne? Please, can I be one of the Irish ones? I'll be, I'll be Protestant then. Lovely stuff. Um... Very curious. So it must be it must be sort of noted in British diaries for its because I've, it helped get Protestantism big again. I've never been, yeah, I've literally never heard of the Battle of the Boyne, but it's nice and it's there and that's the, then we'll be doing a full reenactment and then we will be <laughs> Sean I'm gonna ride on a horse. He's gonna be riding on more than a horse. He's gonna be riding on his <laughs> podcast co host for Patreons exclusively. Um <laughs> Yeah, a lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts might have better content than us, but very few of them are willing to give you a live section. <laughs> very few of them are willing to literally sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's Patreon. Is it a Patreon? Is it a podcast? Or is it an OnlyFans account? It's an OnlyFans. See us on WikiFeet. I don't understand OnlyFans. Do you know any? Like, I don't understand why people are willing to pay when there's so much free porn. Do you have any thoughts on this? It's to do with intimate relationships. If you form an intimate relationship with a certain person or star, it's the same as people paying Patreons for this. You're, I get, guess you're getting exclusive, more personal details from our sordid lives because mm. you want to, because you feel connected to us. And actually, the people that all feel connected have a community themselves. It's being gang. So you, it's it's belonging. I think it's the same as anything. On all Patreon, that people talk. Do you think people talk on like OnlyFans accounts? Like, oh god, she's got such good tips. Man, of course they do. People do like, comments on freaking Pornhub. That like, is, it is it's it bad. Make me people laugh are that. bad. People want to connect. What makes me laugh is when someone says something really hateful or awful after, and it's like, just have a wank and leave. Why? Why are you being hate to this place? Just have a wank and leave. Okay. <laughs> Truer words <laughs> never spoken said to me the other day in the post office. Sir, have your wank and leave. And don't ever darken our door again. Um, well, that's what were you wanking off to in the post office? I wasn't. I don't. I, I don't. I, we need to move past this. I was actually going to talk about historical war reenactments. I've never done one, and I know that they're a thing. I'm I wonder if that's that. something that would be enjoyable. I wonder if that's the type of a hobby that would, would be fun. Well, do you? I don't think it would because, because you're not really, you're not really, you just, you don't do anything, do you? You just dress up and then you just like charge each other, but then you don't actually do any fighting. Depends which battle it is, isn't it? I guess if, it would be good. It could if be you... like it could be it could be like the battle of battle of the bands. Re we'll reenact Blur versus Oasis <laughs> in the nineties. Who's going to get number one? I think um, I sort of struggle with the glorification of war. And because it's war, just feels to me the worst thing in the world. You know, there's just loads of scared people dying, mm. and then we say they're heroes. And obviously, there it was a heroic sacrifice. But I just think it's mainly just sort of working class people conscripted and then give their life, and then they die, and they sad. Well, it is hard, isn't it? Like, I, it is a shame that the Marxist idea that class will bond people more than nationality never really came to fruition, because. I think war is the ultimate embodiment of that 
if you don't mind me getting a bit too high and mighty, given this podcast two minutes ago was involved <laughs> both of us sucking each other's cocks. <laughs> and now we're talking about how Marxist theory never came to pass. But I always believe that to be true. I, I never understood. I've never understood. You know, I mean, that was wasn't that an interesting thing about? I'm reading this book about the Soviet Union, so I'm thinking about it. But wasn't that an interesting thing about? Uh, L- Lenin was kind of against the First World War. Yeah, he, well, he, he was against the Russian, and even the even like the other Bolsheviks were like, "You've got to ease up talking to this shit." Because, but he kept saying, "No, it's an imperialist war. We shouldn't have anything to do with it." No, no working class person should have anything to do with it. I, I agree. I never understand nationalism or patriotism. Really, it just feels such a peculiar uh, way of forming an identity when it, it. I sometimes think like that, but then I look out my window and I see I've got a, you know there's a lovely wimpy burger there, and I've got an Odeon Cinema, and there's a William Hill and a Ladbrokes and a Betfred within five minutes of my house, and I just think, well, this is the greatest country in the fucking world. The greatest place to live in. <laughs> existence in the, in the history Stratum of High Street. <laughs> Stratum SW16 I should probably stop saying where I live given that um, yeah, I keep saying I live <laughs> given that I'm also I don't know, we say a lot of weird stuff on this show we do say a lot of weird shit but no I agree so I, I struggle with war um, the, the celebration do you struggle war. with war that's for a unique perspective Johnny please delve into that more well I think some people are really pro-war aren't they like like if like they're like oh yeah we let's send our boys over and Fuck him up. Yeah, they always say that. Let's send our boys over. They never say, I'll go over. That's yeah, always that's a key distinction, true, isn't it? <laughs> what? Let's send them boys. Bin Laden's done what? Let wait, till I, wait till he has to deal with me. He'll be getting a knuckle sandwich if he has to. <laughs> do you think you do well in the military? When I do well in the military, yeah. I can't imagine a environment <laughs> I would thrive less in. <laughs> I cannot imagine any worse fit than me in the military. I mean, both of us. It'd be awful. I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, why would I do any of this? What do, what even do you when they're, even if I'm doing humanitarian work, I go, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm too stupid for this. I'm a dumb idiot. I can't build a well for these fucking people. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm 69 with my friends. <laughs> Look, how about I just 69 for morale? Is that good? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do a live podcast. We'll commemorate the Battle of the Boy with 69 for morale. But I'm telling you something now, uh, uh, Corporal. You're going to have to fucking be a Patreon if you want to see, see it to the end. It'll be like on Christmas Day when they came out of the trenches to play football. Like <laughs> on Christmas Day, the fighting stopped. As on all sides, rifles lowered as shorter t- <laughs> 69 in the middle of the middle of fucking some field in France. I love that. I love that story about uh, them playing football. I think that's a wonderful... It's a wonderful story. And unfortunately, at least in the UK, the, the lesson of that story has not been learned at all, which is, oh, we're all exactly the same. Why are we killing each other? Well, I always think it's a sad story, that, because they could mm. go right back to the trenches. So, like, yeah, they if, didn't learn anything. They were thick idiots. Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah, we, we haven't given football. And also, I imagine, imagine being a ref for that match. <laughs> I just think they're typical footballers. They're too boneheaded to, re- to actually think for themselves. But so, also, yeah, we're playing football. Maybe, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be fighting each other. Maybe you shouldn't be worried about that. You should, you should, they should have left that football game and only shot the commanding officers. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's and not with why... a gun, if you get my drift. 
come shot straight to the eye. <laughs> Put that on your bloody only fans. <laughs> it's been quite sexy. Yeah. <laughs> open, open, open mic comedian launches insane cum shot into the eye. <laughs> Of his commanding officer in 1916. <laughs> Woke comic uses in Churchill's eye. Woke comic destroys eye socket of corporal. <laughs> Churchill, sticky Churchill. <laughs> Churchill anyway, if you want to see us live, let us know. It won't necessarily be like this. But I'd say it's a coin flip. Um, it is a sad story, but I don't know. It's sort of I I I'm like that. But then I went I, every time I go. I went to the War Museum. I went to the Canadian War Museum when I was in Canada. Uh, and it's very amazing. Um, and it is sort of what's amazing about it. Well, the bits I liked were mainly the stuff about like um, sort of First Nation. Water sort of bat- battalions and how tribes formed and how that you know warfare is just it has just always been a part of organized mm. civilization unfortunately and it's fascinating i guess it is, it's a fascinating maybe fascinating is the wrong word but there's something interesting about what is the correct like because hitler was such a monstrous monstrous evil man like the only thing you probably can do is fight mm. that oh, he was all right um <laughs> hey i tell you what good for the local economy though some of his, yeah. some of his domestic policies yeah actually. i love that that's the best isn't it that's the, that's the best guy at the bar because, yeah. look i'm not saying it look it was bad i'm not disagreeing with you but look what he did for the role of women in industrialization that's all i'm saying <laughs> and then they take a smug sip of their pint like they're the most intelligent man in the room sipping their boddingtons and yeah. just going look she left and i'm look I loved her, right? I loved her, but honestly, I'm having a great time now. I don't have a washing. I don't have a washing machine. I don't need one. All right, but if someone could come round and tell me what a toaster is, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I'm happier than ever, though. I'm happier than ever. Best I see my kids me. once a year, yeah. <laughs> and there has to be someone in the room. The state mandated that. <laughs> the state said I can't see him alone. Yeah, that would be I a great decision. <laughs> I've got to have a care worker on me at all times when I see my kids. It's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> Health and safety has got out of hand. I, I kit one kid. No, I'm not allowed to see any of them. <laughs> Look, if that's the kind of red-hot satire you've come to expect from failing better. Um, well, yeah. yeah, what were you saying about how Hitler was bad? Well, I just think what what if you like me? Probably, I, I guess I've not interrogated my thought enough on this as, as ever. But let's dive in. Let's dive. But mm. um, I guess I'd probably be on the pacifist side, or, or definitely thinking war is bad, controversial. But what do you do against such monstrous evil like Hitler? Because actually, there is no way to appeal. I guess or Putin would be it. Well, I think the Putin thing it did sort of because I was always like, we don't need an army, we don't need a. You know, mm. Trident is a waste of money. And I do sort of still think that a lot. But then when you do get someone like a Putin in charge of a massive yeah. uh, military superpower, you do need a few you do need a few lads with some bloody pistols going mm. bang bang in their in their face. Yeah, I think that's a good analysis. We need some lads in their face to go bang bang. <laughs> I yeah. was reading about this. I was reading about how e- the EU uh, spends less than the NATO commitment Almost every nation in uh, the EU spends less than their NATO commitment on military defence, including Britain. And America 
uh, spends massively over, and so America's been like the the security garden for the world, I guess. You know, <clears throat> yeah, with, with goods and bads <clears throat> inherent in that. But they were saying that now because um, American democracy sort of dying before our eyes, with people like Trump, you know, denying the election, and uh, that that's that the EU is having to rethink what its role is because it's going to have to start basically spending more money on military things because America's gone crazy. Fascinating. A fascinating, fascinating... Do you think that Ge- is Ge- a fascinating geopolitical moment. Well, it is, but I wonder what... Because if I think if the UK was in the cost of living crisis, all that shit was to start spending more money on military stuff, people would go crazy. But you're right. Well, I got- suppose... But the, the thing is with it is I reckon a lot... The US obviously wants power, but also it is a huge... It does provide a lot of jobs. There's yeah, still yeah. careers in combat. You know, there's still... Well, what this was saying, like, uh, Trump was very, like, America first. Whereas, well, at least for the last, like, 50 years, I guess, America's been quite international, you know, in... Well, they're global. like... Aren't they the... Isn't the US Army is the reason that the Japanese don't have an army? Like, they ha- they, their job is to, like, guardian a lot of the world. Does Japan not have an army? Uh, someone once told me that in a pub. It can't possibly be accurate. <laughs> so much of my knowledge is that. Does man, Japan have a man had drinking Bonningtons who couldn't see his kids anymore told me Japan doesn't have an army? The, it's called the Japan Self Defense Force. That doesn't sound, sound like, like an army. army. <laughs> I think mean, if Britain started calling their army the British Self Defense Force, they would be oh, taking less. Oh, after World War Two, Japan's new constitution was made and enacted under an allied occupation. So Japan cannot keep a standing army, although it keeps a small armed force called the Special Defense Forces. So there you go. That's mad. So Japan is very vulnerable then. To uh, you'd think they'd start. Well, apparently. Well, look at look at this. In 2022, I remember this. Japan approves the biggest mil- military build-up since the Second World War because of the China fear. So I think they're building loads of like fighter jets in Japan. I think Japan's not vulnerable because Japan is so rich, isn't it? If they don't have an army, they're vulnerable. Because who will? No, they got the who, they got bloody Yankee Doodles all sort of out. If Trump wins the next election, he's not. Imagine Trump's the, not going to win the next election. Don't be a dork. He might do because everyone's stupid in the world. They won't because people like us, the woke liberati, we will rig it again. Yes, I love thinking. that we. It's so good that we stole the last election. Yeah, That's so good. Oh it, God. It's just very clever, isn't it? Because the, the difficult thing about democracy is that people make bad choices. So what we're able to do is we're the guiding forces to lead these sort of plebs in the right direction away and to vote for their best interest. Which I just is... think it's perfect. I just love it. We li- I, no, I live in London. I drink a latte and I rig world election. That's what I do. It's what I'm here for. Well, I guess you do that on, and, and also you do a podcast. So you, and I do a that. podcast. I don't yeah, do a yeah. podcast. So you rig yeah. elections and then you do a podcast. You, you must be knackered. Yeah, I barely have, barely have time to to gig or write or be a husband but i managed to do it and you can find out how i managed to do it potentially at our live show excuse me i was about to burp there on the on the on the date of the battle of the boyne i don't think we should even say what the date is we should just say battle of the boyne day yeah i, I think our listeners will know instinctively yeah i think so or they can just check the google calendar because that's how we found out it was on the day it also the we might not do it then if ever we need to get a gauge more on whether people are actually going to come before we book a venue, that is good because we're thinking in the, uh, we're thinking Wembley. <laughs> Wembley, either Wembley or downstairs. Wembley and Stadium, that is. Yeah, of not, not the arena. We think yeah. we we, we want to go. We want to be like where, yeah, you know, where like Guns and Roses or like Green Day or play. Yeah, I mean, we want to be where the England football team are. Yes, 
Because yes. one of my great regrets is that I've never been able to step onto the hallowed uh, turf of Wembley due to an, an, a leg injury when I was 14. Yes, yes. Um, and nothing would give us more joy, and we think you, and perhaps a greater British public, than 69ing to completion <laughs> at the centre circle of the home of football. <laughs> Where Harry Kane kicks off every game for England, we'll be 69ing right on that It'll spot. It'll be kicking off for us, sexually. Um, have you ever been to Wembley Stadium? I haven't, no, have you? Yes What did you go see? I saw QPR versus Derby County in the championship playoff final Who won? QPR won with an 89th minute winner That was an incredible moment That also was probably the worst thing that could have happened to the club long term Yeah, was that the happiest moment of your life, would you say? No What was the happiest moment of your life? Moment, not like it, because I want like the, the specific... Because it's like it has to be a, a second or like a thirty seconds. It can't be like a day, like your wedding day. Ooh, good question. That first time you saw me, <laughs> is, that, is that in there? Yeah, first time I I saw you. Who's that? Who's that in the gutter? <laughs> oh my god, my next. I need to do. Once that man has got that pigeon out of his mouth, I'm going to do a podcast. I don't remember when I first saw you. I think I first saw you when, when you were in the Chortle Student Comedy Final, and you were brilliant that night. Thank you. And I, still oh, I don't know if I view it as the happiest moment of my life, but I'd, I'd put it top 20, I suppose. Top 20. <laughs> okay. I'm glad, glad about that. What was the happiest moment of my life? I don't know. Maybe it's still to come, so you can't, you, you can't, you know. Yes, I do, I, I do think that. When I finally come, I think that'll be the happiest <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> I come, me, come, Battle of the Board, maybe that'll be, the, that'll be it. I think for me, it's definitely the first time I did drugs. Because it just—it's such a happy moment the first time you do. First time I did ecstasy, it, it was pretty un- unbelievable. Because there's nothing, there's nothing that that's much of a hit. Like I'm sure that long term isn't the most meaningful. You know, me like, you know, seeing Sophie or something. I don't know what it is, but the first like the moment that sticks in my head of like life feeling amazing is just coming up on drugs for the first time. I think. Uh... I do think when England took the lead in the semi-final of the 2018 World Cup, that yeah. was one of the greatest moments of my life. I, I, yeah. I do view that as like, I, I genuinely c- couldn't believe how brilliant it felt. Yeah, because that also, football's a great example, because it has to be like a sudden rush to be the best moment in your life. It can't just be like, a, so like in Eng- well, we, England's Were we going... together for that? Because we watched I a few so, of the, yeah. We yeah, watched think... a few of the England games together, didn't we? In, yeah, we were together. In Streatham. We probably had a hug. We probably had a bloody hug and a kiss. We, we it's, probably where we, it's probably where we got our idea to 69 in a few years. The first 69. Was, oh my God. We watched the football. Some sucking his dick. Oh. Still 88 minutes to go in the game. We've been sucking since the game the game started. Since the uh, the build up of the game started, we've been sucking. Well, we definitely we watched the Panama game together. That was England six one. Yeah, and then I we, we wa- did. Cause I, and I then we watched the Colombia game. Point. We we watched yeah. the Colombia game together, and you were being a, like a terrorist that night. You kept saying "fuck, fuck Colombia, fucking dirty South American bastard," and I'm pretty sure there were a couple of Colombians there. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Yeah, you that. were being very aggressive, but it what they were being. They were playing dirty that game. Too. But I guess also I would have been doing it in a cheeky way. Yeah, it didn't read as cheeky to me. Yeah, but that's why you've got you've got to see my eyes and my energy. I'm all about I'm all about subtlety, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's just, the I'm, thing. It's it's 
it's it's not racism. It's yeah. satire. It sounds overt racism, but it's nuanced. Yeah, know? it's nuanced. It's nuanced racism. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's sweet, isn't it? That was a that was a happy summer. That so it was sure, very. You're, you're, you're telling me your happiest moment in your life could have been when I was alongside you. Oh, I don't know if I could live with that. On pu- I don't want that to be on public records. That's delightful. My was first- it? We were definitely together, I think, for the Croatia game. I remember it. Well, I was definitely in that Yeah, because so- I know Sophie was there. I remember Sophie being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a quite a motley crew there. We had- we booked out like a whole thing. It was the Pratt and Payne, wasn't yeah. it? It was a great I- place. Who's the comedian? Just George Rigdon there. Yeah, I- yeah. Well, don't- <laughs> I'll say we cut that. <laughs> George Rigdon was there. Yeah, that is weird because I didn't. That's probably I've only met George Wigan about four times in my life, and one of them was for the happiest moment in Sean's entire life. <laughs> yeah, one of them was for the greatest moment of my life. Though it must be said, I've never ejaculated. So, um, <laughs> right, I'm not sure this episode is working. But um, what is the happiest moment of your life when you I first time you did drugs? Drugs, yeah, yeah. Are you people, still Are you still people, on the drugs train? I've not done drugs in ages. I'd quite like to do them, actually. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'll write it on my list. <laughs> Battle of the Boyd. Um, Battle of the Boyd. Battle of the Boyd. I think I might do drugs on my birthday, maybe. Just a little bit, just to keep my hand in. Alcohol's a drug, Johnny. Well, that's what I meant, if any police officers are listening. <laughs> <laughs> How many rosers do you think we get listening to this show? How many rosers have we got? Members of the Met. <laughs> Were we, were we, was it this episode we were praising the Met? Um, <laughs> I think we're saying they're a great organisation. Yeah, Probably we, that the algorithm <laughs> are leaning towards definitely, this. Definitely, we think the Met, we think the Metropolitan are a fucking great organisation. There's no problems there whatsoever. They're all heroes in blue. Every, <laughs> mem- every member is Blue a hero. lives matter! <laughs> um, and on that, on, on on that, that accurate... <laughs> not bombshell. On that completely normal... Statement, uh, mm. we will leave you. The police, um, the Smurf community, Blue Lives Matter. Blue. <laughs> Avatar. Pe- people who are drowning. <laughs> people who are struggling to breathe. People with lead poisoning. <laughs> they matter. And so do our boys in blue. Tesco employees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. fuck this shit. Right. Uh... Failing you've, got, better. you've got to go into a more successful podcast now. I don't think it is more successful than this. Traitor. All right, it's not well, more yeah. successful. Good. Imagine if I ever did like a, a, su- a huge successful podcast. podcast. Imagine if I ever did a huge podcast. You I've almost got that, got that one with five million. We should yeah. get... That's all I'll say. Pleasure. It's a pleasure. And do sign up to the Patreon. And do let us know if you want us to do a live show. Uh, yes. In sort of July time. Or maybe another time. But if you would actually come. Because it is like... I know we'd probably get a few in, but it'd be nice for our first one to be really packed out. And so, yeah. the idea of it doing it to like twelve people would be too sad to uh, continue. Yeah, we'd rather just sort of lives. wait, wait until it's a better time. But uh, yeah. we, 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 the listener numbers have gone up so significantly that maybe, maybe it's not a bad time. Um, yeah, July sort of twelfth to fifteenth. I think you were talking about as sort of July the tenth. I'm down in London, so that sort of. But week. I can't do tenth or eleventh. You son of a bitch! I'm in Dublin, baby. Um, all right. Doing well, research for my half of the Battle of the Boy in reenactment. <laughs> Come with a pint of Guinness. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, and good luck in the rest of your life. Have a great time, no matter who you are. Bye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 